the MLB Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Edge Boost. Edge Boost enables you to double your bet with no interest. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge to get started today. Welcome, everyone, to the MLB Gambling Podcast, part of the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. It is Sunday evening, May the 28th, currently 637 on the East Coast, here to get into the Memorial Day games in baseball. A lot of day action for us, and we're going to dive into it. 11 games on the schedule, and joining me here to help me break it down, you guys know him as the voice of the NFL Gambling Podcast, and here on the MLB Gambling Podcast, it's Dylan Rockford. D-Rock, how are you doing today, man? What's going on? Happy Memorial Day. Uh, it's going well so far. Uh, I'll probably break even today, three and three. Just the ultimate collapse of the Washington Nationals, man. They had the lead. Royals come back yeah. and they win. Uh, same thing. I had the Cardinals. They were up the whole game. And then, of course, it's Jose Ramirez. He uh, walk-off double, and I lose that one as well. So, you know, a few, uh, few bounces not breaking our way, but let's get into it. Yeah, like we mentioned, 11 games on the docket for uh, the Memorial Day games. I think there's one game, Dylan, we didn't have lines for, which was the Nationals, or we didn't have a pitcher yeah. for the Nationals uh, in the Dodgers game, I believe. So we'll uh, we'll probably just skip over that game. But again, good reminder for everyone listening or watching live, make sure to check out our picks over on the website, sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash MLB picks uh, do our best to get our picks up there from not only the host here on the MLB gambling podcast, but all the other contributors on the sports gambling podcast network. Um, don't let's just kick it off, man. We'll kind of zip through this here. First game on the board tomorrow, a one Oh five Eastern start. We got the Cleveland guardians. They are traveling to Baltimore to take on the Orioles. Logan Allen gets to start here for the Cleveland guardians and Tyler Wells gets to start here for the Baltimore Orioles. Uh, Orioles a minus 140 home favorite, plus 120 on the money line for the Guardians. Total is set at eight. Run line minus one and a half, plus 140 for the Orioles, and plus one and a half, minus 165 for the Guardians. Uh, Dylan, what do you got for this game? Yeah, I like the Orioles in this game. I think this could be a good series for them to pick it back up. You know, a rough series against the Rangers. But uh, the Guardians, they really didn't show me anything offensively that scares me. You know, bottom five in all major categories on offense. And I don't know. I think I need a bigger number to back Logan Allen. I do like him, but this is just his third start on the road. He's allowed seven or more hits in every start in the month of May. So I think he's trending for a blow up real soon. So I'm not going to overthink this one, you know, Orioles say hit lefties uh, pretty well, and we're just getting the much better offense at kind of a short number. Uh, I got the Orioles at minus 135. I still like them at minus 140. I made them a minus 150 favorite. Yeah, I know Logan Allen, we talked about, he's pitched pretty well. Like you mentioned, he does give up the hits, um, but fortunately for him, at least, that he hasn't given up a lot of earned runs. I know he did give up three to the Chicago White Sox. Uh, in his last start or his last two starts, he's actually faced the White Sox, but um, they, he just hasn't got the run support in his last two starts, a combined five runs scored uh, for uh, Logan Allen by the Guardian. So um, I, again, if you're not as well as you can pitch in this league, you at the end of the day, you still have to score some runs. And the Guardians are, Again, that same team that are trying to play small ball, manufacture runs, and like you mentioned, they are in the bottom of a lot of offensive categories uh, thus far this season. So 
Um, I like Tyler Wells as well. Uh, so far on the season, he has he did have a bad start in his last start against the Yankees, but they did win that game nine to six. The offense was able to carry him. Um, but he's been really solid at um solid uh in Camden Yards where he's two and one with a 2.64 ERA, nine earned runs he's allowed in about 30 and two-thirds innings pitch there. So I'm with you there on the Baltimore Orioles money line against the Cleveland Guardians. Uh, next game on the board, we have a 110 Eastern start here. Texas Rangers, they are traveling up north to take on the Detroit Tigers. Nathan Avaldi gets a start here for the Texas Rangers, and uh, Matthew Boyd gets a start here for the Detroit Tigers. Uh, the Rangers are a hefty favorite of minus 170 on the road here and plus 145 on the money line for the home underdog. Total set at eight and a half, uh, run line minus one and a half, minus 115 for the Rangers, and plus one and a half, minus 105 here for the Tigers. Uh, D Rock, what are you thinking here? Yeah, I was actually able to grab the Rangers earlier in the day, uh, on the run line at plus 105. It has come down, like you said, minus 115. I see minus 105s out there, so do shop around. I would still play that if you don't want to lay juice on the run line, maybe take Rangers first five, minus a half. Either one I like, I'll probably be on. This game is all about home and away splits. Nathan Valdi has been lights out on the road, four and one with an ERA of 166 and 43 innings. He's only allowed eight runs, zero home runs. Batters are hitting 211 off of him. He's only allowed one run on the road this month. He's just been dealing. And on the other side, Matthew Boyd at home has yet to win a game over an eight ERA. His walks are high. Batters are hitting over 300 off of him. And his last start at home, he gave up five runs to a Mariners team in just one inning. So the Rangers are our top five offense. I yeah. think it would be much worse for them. So I just have a hard time believing the the Rangers won't be able to win this one comfortably. So I'm all over the Rangers tomorrow. Yeah. Um, and if you want to take a look at Matthew Boyd's, just his game log uh, over the last five games, they've seen a at least nine runs being scored combined in those last five starts, 10 or more in four of the last five games as well. And Texas, um, against left-handed pitching here, Dylan, are one of the better hitting teams against left-handed pitching. They're number five as far as team batting average in WRC+. Plus. They are number three. Slugging percentage, they are number six. So they do very well against left-handed pitching. So I, I wouldn't mind a Rangers team total over as well. You get all nine at-bats being the road team. Um, and then again, like we mentioned, Nathan Avaldi has just been really good thus far this season for the uh, Texas Rangers, and in the on the road so far this season, like you mentioned, Dylan, four and one with a one point six six ERA. So I think that should carry over in this game against the Detroit Tigers. Yeah, uh, all right, I next game. Yeah, go ahead. Real quick. Sorry. Yeah, sorry. I see a team total for Texas Rangers at four and a half. Oh, I like that. I'll, I'll side that with you as well. Over. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. Anything at four and a half, um, I would definitely yeah. pound the over for the Texas Rangers. Their offense has just been one of. I, I think they're top three for sure. I think they've scored the 100%. most runs uh, this season as well. Yeah, and I don't really see signs of them like regressing or slowing yeah. down. Yeah, hundred percent. All right, all right. Next game on the board, it's going to be a two twenty Eastern start. We have the Tampa Bay Rays. They are headed to Wrigley, Wrigley Field to take on the Chicago Cubbies. Todd Bradley gets a start here for the um, Tampa Bay Rays. And Marcus Stroman, I see, is going to start here for the Chicago Cubs. Uh, just money lines thus far because we're waiting for the wind direction and the total and all that good stuff. But the Rays are a minus 125 favorite here. The Cubs are a plus 105 underdog here. Uh, Dylan, what are we thinking about the Rays and the Cubs? 
Yeah, I actually see eight and a halfs out there. Um, okay. So do shop around. I like the under. Uh, I, I set my total at 7.4. Two good pitchers going at it in Stroman and Taj Bradley. I said it a few podcasts ago. I really like Taj Bradley and his stuff. I think he's going to be a good pitcher in the league one day. But uh, Stroman, he's been really good at home this season. He's only had one bad start again home against the Dodgers but besides that game he hasn't allowed two or more runs in five straight starts so batters are only hitting 185 off of him as well at home now Taj Bradley he just only pitched 10 innings on the road but he's only allowed two runs in those 10 innings batters are hitting 162 off of him we got wins coming in as well at Wrigley Field tomorrow uh so I just like both pitchers I'm a little biased I like both pitchers here uh with the wind weather report as well I think eight and a half is just too big so i'm gonna go under eight and a half here yeah bradley has been really good on the road uh, as well it's it's a very small sample where it's only pitched 10 and two-thirds innings but he's only allowed two earned runs in those two road starts and those were against the cincinnati reds back on april 18th and the most recent start was against your uh, new york mets where he did allow two earned runs in about five innings but um the Rays weren't able to score enough runs for him in that game. In the last two games or last two starts for Todd Bradley, um, the Rays have been outscored 23 to three. Of course, large part is had to due to the fact that the Toronto Blue Jays scored 20 runs in his last start. Um, he was only responsible for in runs. Like really the bullpen was just the um, culprit that gave up all those runs to the Toronto Blue Jays. So um, I'll lean here with the Rays. I think again, their offense, they just sometimes find a way. I think this still could be a low-scoring game where the Rays win 4-2 or something in that range. But at a minus-125 price for one of the best teams, if not the best team right now in the majors, uh, with Todd Bradley and how good he has been, I'll, I'll take a stab here with the Rays at minus-125. Uh, all right, before we continue here, Dylan, let me tell everyone about the newest sponsor on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. That is going to be Edge Boost. Have you signed up for Edge Boost yet? If not, you're missing out. Edge Boost is the world's first bet now, pay later Visa card. Similar to buy now, pay later programs, Edge Boost enables you to double your bet with no interest and pay back the advance over four equal weekly installments. That's right, 0% interest. Simply deposit funds into your account, and Edge Boost will match the deposit so you can use two times the funds on any legal sports betting site. Edge currently offers up to $2,500 in advances. Up to $2,500 you can add to your bankroll. My Edge Boost Double Down Play of the Day. Stay tuned for it. I'll give you that at the end of the episode here. But make sure to go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge to sign up today. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash edge. Must be 20 years or older to use. Only valid in legal gambling states. If you have a problem gambling, call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, Dylan, let's get over to the next game on the board here. We have, let's go to the desert. Colorado Rockies, they're going to be traveling to the uh, Arizona Diamondbacks here. Carl Kaufman gets to start here for the Colorado Rockies, and Ryan Nelson gets to start here for the Arizona Diamondbacks. I am seeing the Diamondbacks are a minus 175 home favorite, plus 150 on the money line for the Colorado Rockies. Total set at 9.5 with a little bit of vig towards the over at minus 120. Run line minus 1.5, plus 165. Sorry. Minus one and a half plus 110 for the Diamondbacks and plus one and a half minus 130 for the Colorado Rockies. Uh, D-Rock, what are you thinking about this matchup between two NL West teams? 
Yeah, let's go with the total here. I'm going to go over nine and a half. I made my total 10.3. I think we see some runs in this game. You know, two pitchers. You don't really want to back, in my opinion. Nelson at home has allowed three or more runs in four of his five starts. And every single star at home has gone over the number. When he's pitching at home, we just see high-scoring games. And Kaufman, he's only making his third start of the season, but he's allowed four runs uh, four runs in his first game and five game runs in the second game. So, yeah. you know, these are the type of games where we are seeing with these two uh, playing each other when they played in April in their series over in Col- in Colorado. Every game went over the number. I know it's thin air up there with the altitude, but we just see high scoring games with these two and two pitches that give up a lot of runs. Uh, two solid hitting teams as well. Diamondbacks, uh, they they up four two against the Red Sox and the Rockies. Mm. They put up they put up eleven against the, the Mets today. So give me the over nine and a half. Yeah, I was going to take the Arizona Diamondbacks team total here, whether that was for the first five innings. That comes out at two and a half. Uh, definitely going to be on the over for everything that you mentioned there. Kaufman has allowed nine earned runs in about uh, eight and two thirds innings pitched thus far this season. So it just hasn't been very good for him. Um, and Nelson, he did have a good start in his last start against the Phillies in Philadelphia. Six shutout innings uh, where he only allowed three hits. But I think we're more... Actually, he had back-to-back great starts. So I want to be opposed to a run line here for the Arizona Diamondbacks, but I think my more favorite play, if you want to get on the Arizona Diamondbacks team total, whether that's in the first five innings or whether that is um, a full game. So anything at four and a, two and a half in the first five innings or four and a half, even up to five, I do like it for the Arizona Diamondbacks. So uh, first five team total for the D-backs, I see at three and a half, but it's okay. at plus 115. And okay. then for the full game, it's at five, five I see, okay. or five and a half, yeah, for plus money. All right, I like it. Uh, all right, let's get over to the next game of the night. We have the Minnesota Twins and the Houston Astros, 410 Eastern start in my neck of the woods. Um, Sonny Gray gets a start here for the Minnesota Twins, and JP France gets a start here for the Houston Astros. Minus 125 home favorites for the Astros, plus 105 on the money line for the Minnesota Twins. Uh, total set at eight and a half with a little bit of big towards the under and run line minus one and a half plus 165 for the Astros and plus one and a half minus 195 for the Minnesota Twins. Uh, D-Rock, Sonny Gray continues his dominant season or do you think he regresses against his Astros offense? You know, the whole month of May, I know he really hasn't regressed, but the Twins kind of regressed. They can't win any of his starts this year, but I'm going to go with another over. No, I'm going to go with the the plus money. I'll take the shot with the Twins here. I only made the Astros a minus 110 favorite, so I'm seeing plus 108 with the Twins. I do expect more money to come in on the Astros, so if you want to wait, get a better number on the Twins, I would. Um, I'm, I kind of want to see a little more out of JP France, especially at home. He's only had one start at home and the Cubs scored six runs in three innings off of him. So, yeah. uh, like I said, Sonny Gray, he's kind of cooled down in the month of May. He's still pitching. Well, he just, he needs some run support. And I think he'll be fine. If the twins are able to get him four or five runs, I think they should be able to win this game. So at plus 108, it's almost at my number. I do expect it to get to plus 110 around game time. So I'll be on the uh, puppy, a row puppy here. Yeah, I think if you want to back Sonny Gray here, you got to take it within the first five innings because yeah. I think I had my uh, lock. Uh, or uh, Yeah, I think it was my lock uh, when his last start was against the Giants. 
they won or they covered that first five innings run line, but the bullpen gave it up where they lost that game four to three. And like you mentioned, he hasn't been getting the run support either. Last four starts, the Twins have only provided three, two, three, and three. So they haven't scored more than three runs in any of his last four starts. Um, and like you mentioned, I think you did it on the head that they need um, – the Twins offense has to score for Sonny Gray. J.B. France, like you mentioned, he's been great on the road. Um, I think we need more of a sample, but outside of that one start against the Cubs, he's been really solid for the uh, Houston Astros. So um, I'll lean here with the Astros. I don't love it totally. I feel like that Sonny Gray is more of a dominant pitcher at home versus on the road, uh, where he is 3-0 and with a 1.27 ERA at home, but on the road, he still has a good ERA, but it's he's pitched uh, a few more innings, or actually almost double the more innings at home versus on the road. So um, I'll lean here with the Houston Astros. Next game on the board, 5.05 Eastern start. We have the Pittsburgh Pirates. They are headed to the West Coast to take on the San Francisco Giants. I'm seeing Rich Hill on the mound, uh, Dick Mountain on the mound for the oh. Pittsburgh Pirates. Anthony Discofani gets a start here for the San Francisco Giants. Total, sorry, uh, money line plus 125 for the Pirates, minus 145 for the home favorite here for the Giants. Total set at eight with a little bit of big towards the over. Run line minus one and a half, plus 140 for the Giants. And for the Pirates, run line plus one and a half, minus 165 here. Dylan, what do we got for this game? Yeah, I lean Giants here at home, but I do like the under a little more. I set my total at 6.7, so I'd gladly take an eight under. I like both of these pitchers in Hill and Disclafani. Hill on the road this season has been really good. Three and one with a 231 ERA, 26 strikeouts. Batters are only hitting 211 off of him. And on the other side, Disclafani, he hasn't had the best luck at home this season, but four of his five starts have gone under this number. So the the uh, the Pirates, they don't hit righties all that well. Uh, Giants, they've been an under team this whole season. I think we see a lower scoring game. So uh, the number, I just couldn't pass it. So I like the under eight here. Yeah, Giants have not been very good against left-handed pitching this season as well. WRC Plus, they're ranked number 25. Team batting average against left-handed pitching, they are number 19. And then slugging percentage against left-handed pitching, they are number 23. So all below league average against left-handed pitching. Um, I don't want to lay that number with Disclafani. Um, I don't trust him. I did fade him in his last start, which was against the um, the Minnesota Twins, where they were able to score some runs against him. Um, but... At I guess minus one forty five isn't too bad. I would lean with the plus one twenty five here. Just thinking that the the Giants aren't able to get to Rich Hill here. Uh, I do like your play on the under though, so I'll agree with you. I, I think the play might here just be the under at eight in this game. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I said I leaned uh, the Giants, but that was when the line opened at like minus one thirty thirty five. It's getting up there. I agree. I wouldn't lay over a minus one forty with this Kofani. Yeah, hundred percent. Uh, all right, before we get over to the last couple games on the schedule, let me tell everyone about Shady Rays and Shady May. Shady Rays is teaming up with SGPN for Shady May. Not only do you get an amazing 50% off, but you also have a chance to win $500. Shady Rays have you covered from the sun to the slopes with premium polarized shades, customizable snow goggles, and uh, much more. Shady Rays have durable frames and extremely clear optics for outdoor adventures. If you lose or break your pair, even on day one, they told us they will send you a brand new pair, no questions asked. If you don't love them, exchange it for a new pair. Return them for free within 30 days. There's no risk when you shop with Shady Race. Their team always has your back. And 
For our international listeners, Shady Rays has you covered as well with shipping to Canada, Australia, New Zealand, and the United Kingdom. So go to ShadyRays.com and use promo code SGPN for 50% off of two or more pairs of polarized sunglasses. And remember, May is almost over, so make sure to take your receipt to SportsGamblingPodcast.com slash Shady for your chance to win $500 in the Shady May Contest. All right, D-Rock, next game on the board, we have the Atlanta Braves. They are headed to the West Coast to take on the Oakland A's. Mike Soroka is getting his first start in, I don't know how long, uh, but glad to see (laughs) him back. Uh, He's been dealing with just so many injuries, man, but it's so good to see him back for the uh, Atlanta Braves. And also Paul Blackburn, I think, is making his season debut. Mm -hmm. Uh, for the Oakland A. So a couple of guys here making their uh, debuts here in this game. Uh, the Braves are a minus 240 favorite, two to one on the money line for the uh, Oakland A's. Uh, total set at eight with a little bit of a big towards the over at minus 120. Run line minus one and a half, minus 140 for the Braves and plus one and a half, plus 120 for the Oakland A's. Uh, tough one to handicap here uh, dealing with these two pitches, but what did you do like in this game, if anything? Yeah, uh, real, I want to address the chat real quick. Kaysen asked, does the A's go all year without being favored? Um, yeah. yeah, I agree. I think so. I think they're going to break one of I think one of the Mets year, 1990-something. They were one of the worst teams, and I think the A's are going to blow them out. They only have 10 wins. I think they've lost 10 in a row or something like that. They, Yeah, yeah this team's never going to be favored. Uh, it's a disappointment. But, uh, yeah, very tough game to handicap. You know, we got two guys making their first start of the season. You don't really know what you might get from either pitcher. Soroka, this organization had such high hopes for him, dealing with a lot of injuries. I, I feel like he hasn't pitched in, what, two and a half, maybe three years. Yeah. And Blackburn, he hasn't pitched since last August. So you, you can't imagine either of them going long. They're probably beyond pitch count, both of them. So I, I don't trust the bullpen either. The A's have probably the second or worst bullpen in the league. Um, I see some eights out there. I'd take an over if you could still get an eight. I set my total at 8.8. At, like I said, athletics, they have one of the worst bullpens in the league. And I think the Braves can score a bunch of runs in this game. I think the A's could score a few as well. We also have the travel situation for Atlanta. They are playing Sunday night baseball, but they do have some time as well. So, I, I think we see some runs here. I'm going to fade both pitches and just watch and see if, what I could learn from them. This is probably going to be a bad decision, but I kind of want to back Paul Blackburn here. I mean, at home. over $2 for a guy that hasn't pitched in two and a half years is insane. Yeah. Um, I think last season was one of the years or last season was where I was really backing Paul, Paul Blackburn, but that was on the road. Uh, last year, he finished up six and one with a two point one two ERA on the road. wasn't very good at home with a one and five record with eight point three one. So, I think we might see rust from both these pitchers. Uh, maybe some location issues, maybe some control issues that may lead to some walks here. Um, and I think Atlanta is that type of team that could take advantage of that. I would lean with the A's here. I don't love it, obviously. But I think we do see runs. I think we do see runs from the Atlanta Braves. And like you mentioned, and we've talked about this a lot, that the Oakland A's do have the worst bullpen in the entire league. That Whether it's a starter or whether it's their bullpen, like both of them have been terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, and again, you're bringing in an offense like the Atlanta Braves. Um, 
after the Houston Astros came in and put about uh, put up a lot of runs, I think they'll be able to do the same here uh, against this team. So if you'll get a four and a half with um, the Atlanta Braves, I think you probably will. I would take the over on that. Maybe first five innings over. Just thinking Paul Blackburn just has some rust and he, he you know missed some pitches or missed some location, leads to some walks here. But it's hard to go off without some data, especially with Sirocco Essen pitched at least in two seasons. Paul Blackburn making his first season debut. wasn't very good at home last year, like I mentioned, one in five with an 8.31 ERA. So I would just take a look at the Braves team total, not overthinking because that's really been profitable against this ace pitching staff. Yeah. Uh, so the team total sitting at five for the Atlanta Braves. And then the okay. first five uh, over under is at four and a half. I kind of like the first five over a little more four and a half. Yeah. I can't argue against that. Yeah. Uh, all right. Next game on the board. Uh, it's going to be the LA Angels. They are headed to the Windy City, the South Side, to take on the Chicago White Sox. Griffin Canning gets to start here for the LA Angels, and Michael Kopech gets to start here for the Chicago White Sox. The Angels are a road underdog here at plus 110, home favorites minus 130 for the uh, Chicago White Sox. Total set at eight and a half, a little bit of big towards the over. Run line minus one and a half plus one fifty for the White Sox and plus one and a half minus one seventy five for the LA Angels here. Uh Dylan, what do you got for this game? Yeah, ugly game. I probably won't be betting it, but gun to my head, I probably take the Angels at plus money. I don't necessarily like Griffin Canning, but I do trust the bats of the Angels much more than I trust the bats of the White Sox. Angels, they rake away from home, and the White Sox, they really don't hit righties all that well. Plus, we we talked about the bullpens with the Athletics. The White Sox, they, they have the second-worst bullpen in the league. We saw today um, Joe Kelly, he blew it in the ninth innings as well so even if they do have the lead angels have a really good lineup i think they could expose the bullpen even if they do have the lead we also have winds blowing in as well so uh i'd probably lean towards the over but i can't trust either of these teams when they have a lead so white Sox, they're under 500 at home straight up this season at plus money i'll take the better hitting team i'll take griffin canning and the angels yeah, I, th- I think the one thing that concerns me that the bats have gone kind of cold for the Angels uh, this weekend series against the Marlins, um, and I'm and I know that because I bet on them to score some runs here over the weekend, and they just weren't able to. I'm trying to pull up the exact numbers. So today, they actually were shut out by the Marlins, and then uh, they scored five in, in yesterday's game. It took the loss, and they had only two on Friday. So. They combine a seven runs in three games here. Maybe that does change here a little bit. But Michael Kopech has been in pretty good form here for the uh, Chicago White Sox. Over his last three starts, he's only allowed two earned runs mm-hmm. in about 19 and two-thirds innings pitch. So it seems like he's found some form here. Against a struggling offense, um, I'll trust Kopech here. I'll take the White Sox here, minus 130 against the Angels until I see the Angels break out of the offensive slump that they are in. Um, I'm going to go with the better pitcher on the mound. And again, Griffin Canning, he is coming off a good start against the Boston Red Sox. But prior to that, he had given up 13 earned runs in his previous three starts. And he had allowed at least three earned runs in four straight starts before his last start against the uh, Boston Red Sox, three through seven shutout innings. So um, I'll trust the home team here. I'll take the White Sox minus 130 in this game. Um, all right, so the next game is going to be the Dodgers and the Nationals. We don't have a pitcher here for the uh, Nationals. I am seeing that Bobby Miller is getting a start here for the Dodgers. So without a pitcher, uh, don't want to waste time. No lines, uh, obviously, without a pitcher for the Nationals either. So 
Uh, we'll get to the Enough. last. Before we get yeah, to the last, before we get to the last game, I think we skipped the Cardinals and Royals. Cardinals and Royals. Let me go back to that. That is going to be a two fifteen. Yeah, two fifteen Eastern start. Uh, do you have lines for that game, Dylan? Because I don't I, see it on DraftKings right now. I just see uh, money lines. Uh, St. Yeah, Louis minus one ninety. Royals plus one sixty. Okay, so you want to get into it? Yeah, so I have uh, Mike Mayers going yeah. for the Royals and Adam Wainwright going for the Cardinals. This one was a tough game to make, I thought, uh, make a play in. I, I didn't want to lay close to $2 or anything over that with Wainwright, home or away. And I'm really not in the business to back the Royals either. So um, when do, when totals do come out, maybe a first five over, depending on what the number would be. But Wainwright, he's allowed four or more runs in three of his four starts. Uh, and Mike Mayers, he's only had two starts, but he's allowed a run in each one of those starts. The Cardinals, they're a good hitting team. They hit 274 on the year at home. They're just putting runs up here. We saw them break out today against the Guardians. And the Royals have actually put up some runs this past week, four or more runs in four straight games, including a game where they put up 10 runs and still lost. So I think both pitchers will give up runs here. I like the first five, depending uh, depending on the number. Yeah, uh, Wainwright just hasn't been very good. I mean, you take a look at the final scores in his four starts so far this season. 11 runs, 14 runs, 24 runs, and 13 runs. And he's also really got the run support in all four of those games yeah. uh, for the uh, for himself. But uh, yeah, so the, 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 Mar- so the Marlins, so the Cardinals have scored a minimum of five runs in each of those starts uh, by Adam Wainwright. As soon as I say that, the Mariners just walk it off on a three-run shot by Eugenio Suarez. Wow. Uh, 6-3 victory for the uh, Mariners there, so good victory for them. Um, Yeah, I think the runs is probably the way I want to look here. Um, I think the Royals can maybe squeak out a few against Wainwright, who mm-hmm. just hasn't been very good. He's allowed at least four earned runs in three of his four starts. Um. And again, like I mentioned, the amount of total runs that they are being put up by the um, Cardinals in the starts, I think that's going to bode well. So um, what was the total that you said for this game again, Dylan? Uh, there was no total, oh, yeah, but okay, yeah, bad. no, it's, I don't know. I, I don't think a nine would come yeah, out. Maybe a nine, nine and a half. It's, it's like you said, we're seeing over 20 runs in some of these starts. So I got to go over. Yeah. All right. Uh, good call there. Completely forgot about that game. Uh, so this will bring us to the last game on Monday. It's going to be the New York Yankees. They are heading up to Seattle. Fitting that I just watched them walk it off. Um, it's going to be Domingo Herman getting the start for the New York Yankees. And I am seeing Bryce Miller is getting the start here for the Seattle Mariners. Mariners are a home favorite of minus 135, plus 115 on the money line for the New York Yankees. Total is set at eight run line minus one and a half plus one fifty for the Mariners and plus one and a half minus one seventy five for the New York Yankees. Uh, Dylan, what do you got for this last game? Yeah, couldn't come down on a side in this one. I did make the Mariners a minus one twenty favorite. 
I need a little better of a number to take the Yankees, but I kind of like the first five under four and a half. Uh, Bryce Miller, he's looked fantastic this season, especially at home. He hasn't allowed a run in 12 innings pitched at home. And one of those outings was against the Astros. You know, a knock on him is he really isn't facing the top tier hitting offenses, but he is versing some good offenses and he shut down the Astros. So he's also gone deep into games as well, which I like. He's pitched six to seven innings per start. You love to see that out of a young guy as well. So this is going to be Domingo Herman's first start after suspension, but on the road, he hasn't been bad this season. Only one bad start against the Twins, but aside from that start, he hasn't allowed three runs in any start on the road. So I think both pitchers will be locked in. I think Domingo Ramon's going to come back, try to prove something on the road. I think we see a tight one here, especially in the first half of the game. So uh, first five under four and a half is very generous. So I'll take that under. All right. Uh, yeah, Bryce Miller, like you mentioned, um, he's been really good for the uh, Seattle Mariners. I'm trying to pull up his numbers here. Give me a second. Um, let's see here. Yeah, so he's 3-1 and one with a 1.15 ERA, 28 strikeouts, only three walks uh, thus far this season. And the uh, Mariners have won four of his five starts. Um in his last five games and, you know, they've been able to provide runs for support for him as well. So, you know, with Harmon coming in here, like you mentioned, after the, after the suspension, I think that there may be a little bit of rush for him. Um, I, I do like the Mariners in this spot at minus minus one thirty-five. They're not in a travel situation. The Yankees are traveling from New York, playing the San Diego Padres traveling West. So I do, do like the spot here for the, uh, uh, for the Mariners. So I'll take the Mariners minus minus one thirty-five here on the money line um all right so that was the last game on the board let's get into our lock and dog for the monday games on memorial day d rock lead us off my man what do you got all right. For my lock, I'm going to go out to that uh, Pirates and Giants game. I'm going to take the under. You know, I, I like Rich Hill on the road. I think he's been really good. 231 ERA. Batters only hit 211 off of him. And I think this is funny at home. <clears throat> he is serviceable enough where I don't think the Pirates, they don't really hit righties all that well to begin with. So I think Anthony Discofani will have a good game. So under eight is my lock. And for my dog, it was going to be the Rangers on the run line, but <clears throat> that's not a plus price anymore. Um, Why don't I? I'll take the twins. Is 108 all right? I know it's kind yeah, of 108. All right, yeah, I'll take Sonny Gray. I'll take Sonny Gray to, to outmatch JP France on the road. I know his numbers aren't as good as they are over in um, target field. But I do think Sonny Gray will get the win here against the Astros. So uh, if they give him their run support like he deserves, or he's four or five runs, I think they should be able to win this game. So at plus 108, I'll take the better pitcher in Sonny Gray. All right. Uh, for my lock, I, I, I'm going to take the Rangers run line. I know it's, like you mentioned, not at a plus price anymore. I think it's moved in the right direction. This team is uh, the offense at least has been very, very good against left-handed pitching. You talked about the numbers and the splits against left-handed pitching. They're tops, uh, top five in a lot of those categories against left-handed pitching. And again, Matthew Boyd, left-handed pitcher. Um, I think the Rangers will be able to take advantage of it. Nathan Avaldi has been really, really good uh, thus far this season for the uh, Rangers on the season six and two with a two point six zero ERA uh, on the road thus far this season. 
for the Texas Rangers. Uh, trying to pull up his splits here. He is uh, two and one. I know the ERA is a little bit higher at four point one five, but I think that all came in one start, uh, which was against the. I just had it in front of me where to go. Um, God, where was it? No, it wasn't the Royals. Yeah, no, it wasn't the Royals. It was the Cincinnati Reds. He gave up uh, three earned runs. But other than that, he's been pretty solid for the Texas Rangers. And I think that even if he does give up runs, I, I just trust his Texas Rangers offense even more. So minus one and a half, minus 115 uh, as my lock. For my dog, um, again, it was a very limited menu here as far as dogs went. I'll go with the Arizona Diamondbacks. Um, full game, minus one and a half, plus 110. Just going to fade Carl Kaufman here. Uh, if you're able to find a run line of minus half, which may be at a plus price for the Diamondbacks, I don't hate that either. But uh, them being at home, not being in a travel situation, they got the victory in the final game against the Boston Red Sox. Um, just a fade of Carl Kaufman. We talked about how bad he's been thus far this season. I think that they'll be able to get to him, put up some runs. So I'll take that plus price on the run line, minus one and a half, plus 110 for the Arizona Diamondbacks for my dog all right dylan that is gonna do it for this edition of the N- nba the mlb gambling <laughs> podcast uh anything else you want to mention before we get out of here no uh just everyone have a safe uh and happy memorial day thank you to everyone who served and uh yeah succession uh season finale tonight can't wait there we go <laughs> yeah echoing everything that uh dylan said except for succession um everyone <laughs> that has served um whether they've uh are are you know passed away or they're still living um just you know salute we wouldn't be able to do what we do in this country without the service that they provide uh for us to have our freedom and and do what we do so you know if you've served if you had family members that have served thank you uh and the ones that we have lost uh thank you uh as well and again just take the day to remember those that serve this country and that's what it's all about. So enjoy the baseball. But again, uh, we have to also count our blessings for uh, those that have served this country. Uh, we'll be back tomorrow in some form or fashion for the MLB Gambling Podcast. Um, if you haven't already, leave us a rating and review. Uh, make sure to subscribe to the YouTube channel for the MLB Gambling Podcast. Uh, and like I mentioned, we'll be back in some form or fashion tomorrow. Till then, good luck with your bets. Let's break these books off and let it ride.